Girl podcast, we review the use of certain sedatives on cardiac function in dogs. We know that alpha-2 agonist sedatives provide dose-dependent sedation by reducing the central nervous system's sympathetic outflow. The alpha agonist properties of these drugs also have significant cardiovascular effects, specifically vasoconstriction, which results in an increase in vascular resistance and potential for reflux bradycardia. Dexmedetomidine, a readily available alpha-2 agonist in veterinary medicine, has been documented to cause bradycardia, systemic hypertension, hypothermia, and reduced cardiac output with administration. Given these cardiovascular effects, it's also possible that these drugs may significantly alter echocardiographic parameters of cardiac function if used for sedation for echocardiography, thus resulting in artifactual results. So Callahan and all at a University of Wisconsin wanted to evaluate this by assessing dextomator's effects. In other words, how well it resulted in level of sedation and whether it affects echocardiographic parameters of cardiac function. They looked at two doses, the label dose at 10 micrograms per kilogram and a lower dose of five micrograms per kilogram. This was a double-blinded, randomized clinical trial that enrolled 14 healthy dogs that had presented to the orthopedic service for lameness. All dogs received auscultation, temperature, sedation score, electrocardiogram, oscillometric blood pressure, and echocardiogram at baseline prior to sedation. Then, dogs were randomized to receive either 10 mics per kg of dexmedetomidine, which is defined as the regular dose group, or 5 mics per kg of dexmedetomidine, defined as a lower dose group. They also received 0.4 mg per kg of butorphanol intramuscularly. This butorphanol dose has been previously established to be hemodynamically insignificant in dogs, by the way. 20 and 60 minutes after sedation, baseline measurements were repeated. In the 10 mic per kg group, dogs achieved greater maximal sedation scores compared with the lower dose group. The regular dosed group of dogs had a lower median heart rate and respiratory rate at both 20 and 60 minutes. There was no change in rectal temperature or blood pressure in this group. In the lower dose group, in other words, five mics per kg, a lower median heart rate and respiratory rate was only observed at the 60-minute mark. Lower rectal temperatures were observed at this time also, as compared to at the 20-minute mark. Also, a lower systolic and mean blood pressure was observed at the 20-minute mark. Overall, there was no significant differences in heart rate, respiratory rate, or temperature between the regular and lower-dose groups. A higher mean arterial pressure was seen at the 20-minute mark in the regular dose group versus the lower dose group. As for echocardiography results, there was a significantly decreased left ventricular internal diameter and end systole fractional shortening and ejection fraction at the 20 and 60-minute mark in the regular dose group versus baseline. Note, all of these parameters are echocardiographic measures of systolic function. At the 60-minute mark, there was decreased fractional shortening observed in the lower dose group. Also, there was increased left atrial diameter at the 20 and 60 minute mark for the lower dose group versus baseline. In the regular dose group, there was decreased aortic pulmonic ejection velocities at the 20 and 60 minute time mark, but no significant changes in the lower dose group. The regular dose group also had decreased heart rate and cardiac output at the 20 and 60 minute time mark. 
heart rate and cardiac output was significantly decreased at the 60-minute mark in the lower dose group. Lastly, mitral and tricuspid regurgitation and quote-unquote smoke, in other words, echocardiographic spontaneous contrast within a cardiac chamber that's suggestive of blood flow stasis, were noted in the majority of dogs at the 20-minute mark in the regular dose group. As for the level of sedation observed in this study, sedation was adequate in all dogs, but dose-dependent among groups in terms of degree. Significant cardiovascular effects, including bradycardia, reduced cardiac output, and decreased echocardiographic indices of systolic function were observed within both dose groups, but these effects were not observed to a significant degree at the 20-minute mark in the lower dose group, as opposed to both time points in the regular dose group and at the 60-minute mark in the lower dose group. This suggests that for relatively short procedures or diagnostics, the 5 mic per kg dose is likely to provide adequate sedation without significant cardiovascular effects to the patient, provided that a reversal agent is administered upon completion of the procedure and sedation not continued to 60 minutes. Effects of dexmedetomidine on blood pressure are difficult to interpret in this study, as systemic vascular resistance, or what we call SVR, an invasive measurement, would be the ideal way to measure and evaluate these effects, and it wasn't evaluated in this study. For example, dexmedetomidine may increase a patient's SVR, causing a reflex bradycardia, and resultant combination may be an unchanged or normal non-invasive blood pressure measurement. With regards to sedation, specifically for the purpose of performing an echocardiogram, the cardiovascular effects of either dose group on systolic function, blood flow, and induction of valvular regurgitation have the potential to significantly artifactually alter a clinical diagnosis of the presence or type of heart disease. Therefore, dexmedetomidine and potentially any other alpha-2 agonist should not be ideally used as a sedative for echocardiography. So, what do we take from this Vet Girl podcast? Overall, this was a nice, concise study to officially document what is generally discussed and accepted as a cardiovascular sequela for alpha-2 agonists as sedatives, and particularly how this can affect echocardiography. To echo, no pun intended, the sentiments of the discussion section further, Although fractional shortening was not statistically significantly lower for the lower dose group at the 20-minute mark, but was at 60-minute mark and for the regular dose group at the 20- and 60-minute mark, if you examine the actual numbers themselves in Table 3 in this paper, the median fractional shortening went from 28% at baseline to 22.5% at the 20-minute mark in the lower dose group. Whether that is statistically significant or not, is almost irrelevant given that the generally accepted value for low end of normal fractional shortening in dogs is 25%. Even this, quote, non-statistically significant effect, end quote, would have a major impact on how the patient's echocardiogram might be interpreted. And for the record, the lowest fractional shortening reported at the 20-minute mark in the lower dose patient group was 12%. That would be consistent with severe systolic dysfunction. So, in conclusion, Significant effects on heart rate and systolic cardiac function occur with both the 5 mic per kg and 10 mic per kg doses of dexmedetomidine in dogs, though the effects were less prominent at 20 minutes post-administration compared with 60 minutes in the low-dose group, despite adequate sedation in both dose groups at both time periods. The gist of it all? 
the significant effects on cardiac function makes dexmedetomidine a particularly poor choice for sedation when specifically used for the purpose of performing an echocardiogram.